0: Hello, welcome back to another episode of Zenith Podcast. I am your host, Cesar Davila. This is where we explore culture, relationships, nature, art, consciousness, and the appreciation of life. This is officially episode number 50. Holy shit. To say that out loud is actually pretty crazy. I deeply apologize for the delay of this episode because I am going to be announcing the winners of my giveaway for this episode. Um, For those of you who aren't aware, I had a giveaway In the last two, three weeks where um, I was reaching three milestones for the podcast. The three milestones were me reaching 50 episodes, um, also getting 3000 plays in all platforms, as well as getting 300 followers on Instagram. All these three are um, two of them. have actually already been met. You know, I got 3000 plays officially and I just my 50th episode. However, I'm still trying to push for that 300 follower. Uh, milestone. I'm almost there. I'm about like 10 followers away, at least as of this recording. But let's, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, to be honest, I was a little bit, I guess, it took me a while to record this episode. There's a few reasons for that. First, I actually got COVID. I got COVID for the past two weeks. I actually tested positive in Friday, June 2nd. Because I noticed I've been feeling very fatigued that week from Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, I, I just felt really tired, you know, more than the average. And by the time Friday came, my body also was feeling super sore. And I had a headache and a slight fever. So the body sores is the same symptoms. This is my second time getting COVID. I got body sores my first time. So that symptom felt very much familiar so that was why I knew I had to test for covid and it did come back positive unfortunately me and my older sister tested positive we still blame each other because we don't know who infected who that's i guess always going to be a mystery but if you're listening to this history i believe it's you truly but anyways yeah that's one of the reasons why i didn't post uh, this episode uh, previously was because i was just too drained too tired to even record and talk. I also did not sound good as well. You know, I am still recovering right now. i still feel like I get out of breath pretty easily. And I get pretty tired. But that's just my body recovering, I guess, you know, I do suffer with a few other health issues. Um, I have lupus. And that is always going to be a struggle in my life. But Lately, I have been actually doing pretty good on feeling normal, you know, and that's something I'll talk a little bit more about in depth later on the episode. But yeah, uh, I was almost dreading this episode because to be honest, I couldn't believe that this was going to be my 50th episode, you know, because I started this podcast back in 2021, the beginning of 2021. It started off as an idea, took almost a whole year for the idea to become a reality you know, because in 2020, you know, with COVID, with being locked up, and like lockdown, actually, um, you know, I just decided, you know, like to start developing what I want to do for the podcast, not just for a podcast, but for my brand in general. And, you know, I talked about this before in the podcast, um, took me a while to come up with the name Zenith, but I love the name, I love the brand, I, what it, I love what it stands for. And the fact that This has been a reality of mine for the past two years is incredible because I have been able to create something that is authentic to who I am as a person, to my values, and to what I'm trying to convey, the messages I'm trying to convey. You know, as something that I started doing in the second season of this podcast, in the intro, talking about, you know, what is Zenith Podcast? We explore culture, relationships, nature, art, consciousness, and appreciation of life. The whole point of this podcast is to help expand your mind, become more open-minded, become more receptive of other people's perceptions in life, and hopefully learn from them, as you can learn from everybody and everything and everyone. So, yeah. I am actually very proud because in these 50 episodes, you know, some episodes are kind of related. There's some that are completely like 180 from each other. You know, I have an episode where I talk about death positivity. Then I have an episode where I talk about the MCU. And then I have an episode where I'm talking about fitness. You know, then I have another episode where I'm talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. The movie. And... You know, the fact that I, all my episodes are so different, however, it, it still fits what Zenith is, you know, I'm very happy that it took, it took me a while to develop this. But the fact that I'm able to give myself the freedom to talk about whatever I want, however I want, but to now organize in the way that I've done with the second season in terms of episode covers, because, you know, as you noticed, all of these episode covers in this second season has, have been different in terms of color there's four colors for each episode. There's either red, violet, pink, or purple. You know, purple is my solo episodes. Pink is a freestyle episode where that still gives me the freedom to talk about whatever I want. Violet is a deep dive episode where we talk about a specific topic, and red is an informative episode where we talk about uh, also another specific topic, but more um, in terms of with credible sources and a credible guest, you know, someone, for example, who has a PhD, you know, and or someone who's a who who's a certified marriage and family therapist, something that, you know, gives people the opportunity to learn about the field, learn about the journey of how to become that and stories of that field, you know, um, if you guys found any that really do pique your interest. You could look. You could you could just scroll through the episodes, and you could find those colors, and just listen to those type of episodes. That's my that was my goal with that. That eventually you could just scroll and and look for the color. If you look, if you like a specific color type of episode, you know, like oh, like for someone who just likes freestyles, you know, someone who like they just look for pink episodes. Someone who likes to be a little bit more informative, look for the red episodes. But yeah, pretty much here today is just a solo episode. So this episode is actually going to be purple. And uh, the reason why I wanted this episode to be solo episodes, because it's my 50th episode is my 50th episode. You know, it is definitely something that's a big deal for me. And I kind of just want to talk about what about this podcast works for me. And why am I doing this? You know, like, how did I get to 50 episodes? Because I know a few people who have started a podcast and th- there's a few of those people who are still doing it a few of those who have not, and, you know, for me to reach my 50th episode means that I'm doing something right, at least in terms of my passion and having this fuel me, and it's because I kind of came up with a, how do I say it, an epiphany, I guess, in the past uh, few months, something about myself, I was thinking, like, you know, damn, like, I'm actually reaching my 50th episode of the podcast, like, how... Am I still doing this? Why am I still doing this? Because if I, you know, because to be honest, sometimes this podcast feels like a second job, feels like a part-time job. Some things are very tedious in this podcast. Um, Other things are just very natural, and I wish I could do it for a living. But, you know, in terms of, like, audio editing, <laughs> that's not my specialty, but that's something I have to do myself, you know? And I learn a lot from it, and I've grown, but some of those things just feels more like work rather than my passion. However, this is a passion project. Part of the passion is doing that tedious work that you don't want to because that's how you get what you want done. And, you know, pretty much the epiphany I had of who me as Caesar was able or was able to continue this podcast is because I am obsessed with conversation. And I'm going to elaborate on that. You know, since I was a kid, I was always very social. Since I was like literally like an infant, you know, like when I was like once I was able to run, once I was able to talk. Anywhere my family took me in, in, to any parties, I always found friends. By the end of the party, I went into a party not knowing anybody. By the time I got, my, by the time my parents were leaving the party, I was, I already had a group of friends that I was playing with. You know, in school, I was always a class clown. Oh, there's always someone who will put myself in front of, you know, the the classroom. And I love making people laugh. It was really fun. It's something that fuels me. You know, it might be an ego. Uh, I try not to let that ego take over or even, you know, affect who I am as a person. But it has to be there. Like there has to be some form of ego in me for me to want to be almost a center of the attention, you know, because I thrive in chaos. I like public speaking. I literally went to school to learn communication studies. I found out that's something I loved after I got kicked out of college, you know, because I originally went to college to study animal science, to become a veterinarian. I loved animals. I thought that's what I wanted to do. I even had a whole plan in high school. I even interned at a vet in high school my senior year because I was preparing to do what that vet was doing. That vet, you know, owned his own private practice, had his own office, and he was successful. And I definitely saw myself doing that in high school, but once I went to school and started studying, it just wasn't for me, and I failed all my classes for animal science, the only classes I did not fail were communication studies and history, and communication studies blew my mind, the fact that there was a major out there that studied how people talk, how, you know, people communicate, how to improve yourself and your relationships, you know, and the people, like, just your relationships surrounding you, from your family, your friends, your partners, your acquaintances, your coworkers, everything about it, you know, just fascinated me about communication studies. So when I, when I went to school, when I went community college, I took all my GEs, I transferred to Cal Poly Pomona, and I was emphasis on interpersonal communication. And those classes that I took there blew my mind, changed my life. I had an amazing professor, Dr. Generous, who's actually a guest in this podcast. Uh, you could look up his, uh, his um, episode. It's a red episode, informative, because we kind of talk about, like, what is communication studies? How did we get into this field? And, you know, like, what's fascinating about it? He's a fascinating person. So he definitely helped with my percep- with my perception of communication studies. But, yeah, like, I am obsessed with conversation. I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to – I love watching interviews. I could watch hour-long interviews of my favorite musicians and my favorite artists just for fun. I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to people, like, talk about, you know, introspective things, informative things, also funny things. I could, like, anything that has to do with conversation, I get really into. And I realized that this podcast, it's almost like a form of self-medication. And what I mean by that is that, you know... Every, like my sisters, I love them. I know they love me, but they get tired and annoyed of me because I would be like, we're just chilling in the kitchen eating, and I'll just ask them a question saying, How do you feel about this? or like, Hey, you know, like blah, blah, blah. And the questions I would ask are not yes or no questions. I, you know, I would require elaboration <laughs> of what they, of what, they, of their answer, and we'll have a conversation about that. The conver- and you know, conversations does not mean debates, it does not mean fight. We will legit just get into a conversation where we will share our thoughts and try to understand each other what you know like what we're talking about. A lot of times, you know, at least with them, I do talk about feelings a lot. I talk about, you know, our interests, you know, like we're we're huge nerds. So we talk about like the reese movie does come out. You know, but Yeah, I mean, even in YouTube, you know, like one of my favorite types of YouTube videos are video essays where people talk about, give analysis on certain topics, such as movies, shows, characters, stories, you know, animals, whatever it is. And for this podcast, you know, like to work for me is because it gave me the opportunity to hone in this crazy obsession that I have with wanting to talk to people into the format of the podcast which is essentially just me sitting down with someone being completely in the moment completely present talking to someone about a specific topic and my podcast does not focus on one specific topic so therefore that helps with the you know quote-unquote medication of my obsession with podcasts because of that every episode is different so I get to I get to dive deep into these conversations, but these conversations range from all different types, you know, from fun conversations to deep conversations to very insightful or introspective conversations. This podcast has really fueled me and helped me realize how much it's helped me, you know. And though sometimes it does feel like a drag, it does feel like a part-time job. I love what I do with this podcast. I'm so proud of myself that I could say I have a podcast. And when people ask me, like, you know, like, how many episodes do I have? I, I tell people I have 50 episodes now, or I'm reaching 50 episodes. And a lot of times their reactions and their responses are very genuine, and they're very surprised, and I'm very much proud that... I am able to say that, you know, with a genuine face as well, because this is something that took a lot of work. From the people who's helped me, you know, shout out Josie, shout out Joseph Martin, who have both been my graphic designers for Zenith for season one and season two. Shout out to Nicole, my my sister, who has helped me with the social media. Shout out to all of my guests who were down to come meet with me, sit down with me and record on my garage or me going to them for us for them to be down to just sit down in a table and talk to me about a specific topic just means so much to me it means that people really do support what i'm doing they believe in what i'm doing you know because i when i when i hit people up about about doing the podcast i take it very seriously not in which like i am very strict of like okay we're going to talk about this and this and this and this But I, you know, I I go through like a screening process, you know, usually if someone's being going to be a potential guest in a podcast, I always meet up with them either in a phone call virtually or in person. You know, we talk and we just catch up, get to know each other. And it's funny because I always say that, you know, the initial phone call usually lasts about 20 minutes, but that tends to be not true. You know, I have a lot of a lot of my phone calls tend to last thirty minutes to an hour. I've had phone calls with some people who would be potential guests that I said, "Hey, just twenty minutes. Let's let's get a call, get to know each other, and we talk for an hour." And I realized that wow, like that that phone call itself could have been a podcast. You know, and that's something that I mean, it it's funny, but it's also true. Because that's the reason why I started this podcast is that a lot of the conversations I have are so meaningful and so insightful that I believe, you know, that what the words are being exchanged can be valuable to people in order to help expand their perspective and learn something new. You know, even in terms of talking, I feel like I have a very certain way of talking, it's almost formal clear and concise, but it's because of what I studied in communication studies, you know, and it's, and like, I could definitely tell I talk in a certain way, just my speech patterns and my choice of words. But, you know, thankfully, people take me seriously. And they, you know, really do take what I mean, like, you know, and as genuine, because that's, what I'm doing, that's what I'm trying to be, I'm just trying to be genuine, I don't put a face when I get on this podcast, I am very raw, you know, I talk about my emotions when I, when I need to, and I'm very real, I'm very much transparent, with how I feel with, you know, what I think, and that's something that I want to continue to do, even though it may not be the best decisions to be putting this raw self out there into the world, into the internet, where people can use this to do whatever they want. But at the end of the day, this is an extension of myself. So, yeah, you know, as I mentioned, I am going to be announcing my giveaway for the podcast here. And I'm actually going to do that pretty soon right now. Uh, Just a little heads up. The three prizes I'm going to be giving away for the three milestones is going to be one Baby Yoda sipper cup, which is exclusive from the Disney parks. It's actually sold out already. I'm pretty sure, and I was fortunate enough to get one. I was lucky enough to get one, and it's just so cool because it's the little meme of Yoda of of Grogu sipping tea, watching uh, um Din Djarin fight, <laughs> you know, fight someone. It was I think Carrie Dune in season two, but it's just him sipping a cup of tea, and you sip up you sip off of his head, and it's cool. It's cute. And it's definitely something that I'm sure people would love to just flex. When I go to Disneyland, they could just take it with them, get refills, you know, and just show, hey, look, Baby Yoda. Then I'm also giving away two $25 gift cards to the movie theater of your choice. Whether it's AMC, Edwards, Cinemark, whatever it is, Um, if you win, I'll let you choose where you want to get your gift card from, and I'll send it to you. And, all, you know, all I ask is that you post it on your story and share and tag Xena so that people could know that this pot, that this giveaway is legit. So far for the podcast, I've given away. I've had two giveaways. The first one was a $25 AMC gift card. And the second one was uh, Appa Pillow Pet. The first giveaway, the $25 AMC gift card, was based off of the episode I have with my two sisters. We talked about our favorite Pixar movies. And I just, it was just really much like in a moment, let me just do a giveaway for this because it was a really special episode. As it was the first episode, me and my two sisters recorded. Yeah, the second giveaway, the Appa Pillow Pit, was because of the episode that I recorded with two of my really, really close friends, Alfred and Tony, where we talked about Avatar The Last Airbender. And that's a deep dive episode. Both of those are deep dive episodes, one of them on Pixar, the other one on Avatar The Last Airbender. You could definitely check those out. Those are really fun. I love episodes where I have three people because it's just, it just feels different. It feels fresh. It's a lot more dynamic, and a lot more chaotic since instead of two voices, there's three. But it's really fun. And I love sitting down with all of those people. You know, I definitely want to do it again. I want to have all those people back. Me and my sisters actually plan on having a, another episode. But instead of uh, deep dive on Pixar, we're gonna deep dive on our favorite DreamWorks movies. Me and my sisters were huge uh, movie fans. We love animated movies. We love movies in general. You know, we have the AMC A list, and we go to the movies constantly. So, for us to talk about favorite DreamWorks movies are gonna be it's gonna be another fun conversation. You know, because there's so many good movies now, especially with all the franchises they have, from How to Train Your Dragon to Shrek and so many other more even puzzle boots now you know but yeah so uh yeah with that being said i'm going to be uh announcing the giveaway winners right now so i'm also going to be posting the screen recording of me spinning the wheel and the name so that people can know that i actually spun it and that it is legit And fair. So I'm going to spin the first wheel right now I'm screen recording. And let's see who is the winner. I just want to say thank you for everybody who did enter. Those three different ways you could enter. You could have either liked the post and comment your favorite episode of the giveaway post. You could also have shared the giveaway on your story. And as well as ask me a question for the Q&A that I'm going to have after this announcement. So if your question was used for the Q&A then that qualified as an entry and then if also we uh, we screenshotted everybody who who shared on the story and everybody who commented. So the first winner is actually going to be Anna L uh who is uh, a dear friend of mine and she actually actually asked me a question. So I'm going to answer that question a little bit. But congratulations, Anna. You get the first pick. You could choose whether you want a Baby Yoda sipper cup or a $25 gift card. Now for the second winner. We're going to spin right now. I'm screen recording. And looks like it, the second winner is going to be Alexandria. Oh, my God. Alex. Yes. I I love her. Alex has actually been in the podcast three times. So far for Zenith. So, shout out Alex. You could check her out, Alex Costa. We have three episodes. One of them is based off of, I guess, dating and being single in our mid 20s. Another episode is uh, Harry Potter dive with our other dear friend, Tony Navarro. And the last episode, me and her recorded, was actually her uh, traveling and working in Europe where she worked uh, to teach Spanish part time. I mean, to teach English part-time in Spain, and the other (laughs) part-time, she was just out there traveling all over Europe, and that story is actually amazing. That was my second episode of the second season. Make sure to check that out. That was actually a really fun episode. It might even give you a little bit of motivation to try to go out and travel yourself. But yeah, congratulations, Alex. You get the second pick of... Either a Baby Yoda or a gift card. Let's see what Anna picks first. And then I'll let you know. Alex, you get to choose the second one. But congratulations. I appreciate you. And you definitely deserve this. And now for the last spin. Again, thank you everybody who entered. I appreciate you. There was a good amount of names that I got to pick. Especially since I was able to put repeat ones. And the third winner is going to be Gabe. Gabe You know who you are. I appreciate you. We actually met for the first time in a trip that we went to San Francisco with my sisters because you're a friend of my sisters and we hit it off. I really like you. You're a cool dude. I appreciate you for, you know, supporting me and for supporting this podcast. So congratulations on being the third winner. Uh, uh, I will be reaching out to all of three of the winners in Instagram via DM. I'll let you know that you won. And that to uh, also give you the option to pick what you want. Unfortunately, Gabe, you get the last pick, so you don't really have an option. You're just going to get stuck with whatever you want. But, you know, you're either going to be stuck with the Baby Yoda Sipper or a $25 gift card. So I think that's a win either way. But, yeah, that's going to complete the giveaway. And now I'm going to go on to the Q&A. So first first question that I'm going to be answering is from Floor who is a guest in a podcast. She's a um, certified marriage. Uh, she's a licensed marriage and family therapist. We have about three episodes as well talking about, you know, relationships, trauma, and yeah, we have great conversations. So she asked me what has been the peak of my, he- of my health journey? What do I appreciate most? And what have I learned? them? What have, what have I learned? And You know, um, what she means by this is that I, in the past two, three years, I've been struggling with this, you know, diagnosis that I got with lupus. It was very intense, especially in the year 2021. I was out of work for half a year, and that was definitely the lowest point of my life was July, August 2021, where I was in disability, not working. My body was constantly flaring up, giving me so much pain. I was going to the ER like multiple times a week, and it was just horrible, and then after that, I started off in this uh, health program, you know, by Angel Longevity in Studio City, where it was a holistic and natural approach to medicine, where they pretty much figured out all of the food allergies I had, um, every hormones, and all the vitamins I was deficient on, and just focused on strengthening my body, And I had an 80% health increase by taking a four-month back-to-health program. That's what they called it. In those four months, I had a very, very strict diet. I started taking a lot of supplements, and I was taking IV treatment. And, yeah, you know, I went from flaring up every few weeks to flaring up every few months, you know. And I haven't really had many flare-ups since then. That completely changed the way that my body has been responding to lupus. Um, so I've actually had two peaks, I guess, because that peak was in January of 2022 when I finished the program. I was feeling great. I felt like my life was getting back to normal. I was able to do the things I wanted to. I finished school. I was, I left my old part-time job at the coffee shop where I used to work at. And I just grew up from there. I got way, I was getting way better jobs, opportunities, and I am now happy where I'm at, you know, in terms of being in my physical health as well. um, I also started going to the gym. I started working out, and I want to thank Rodrigo Navarro for that. He was actually one of my guests for the second season. The day that I released our episode, our second episode where he talked about veganism, is the day that I started going to the gym. Listening to the episode again really gave me the motivation to start working out, and I have been going to the gym ever since then. I got a personal trainer, and I have been feeling stronger. I've been feeling more flexible, and I've been feeling great. So I just want to give a big shout-out to Rodrigo Navarro for giving me that push, giving me that motivation to really work on my physical health. Because... Yeah, those are technically the two peaks that I've experienced. One of them was because of the treatment that I did, the natural and holistic approach. And the second was me going to the gym now, being more active. I feel stronger. I feel more flexible. I feel like I'm capable of doing a lot more now, which, again, makes me feel great. And I can't wait until I start seeing physical results, you know, because I notice myself getting stronger, but I want to start losing weight as well, because that's another really important aspect of health. You know, and I want to follow that with also a more consistent diet because food is something that I find I'm very passionate about. And it's very difficult for me to, you know, just stick to eating chicken and broccoli, you know, and being very strict. But that has to be a sacrifice I want to make if I want to really continue to progress, you know, to a more healthy lifestyle. But yeah, other than that, second question is going to be by the lovely Alex, who actually won. Congratulations again on winning. She asked me, what elements of my life define my masculinity? And wow, what a question. To be honest, um, I consider myself very balanced in terms of, you know, being feminine and being masculine. I tend to be very open about my feelings. I have no problem talking about my feelings. I can also be emotional. I'm very, very much affectionate. You know, physical touch is one of my love languages. I love to hug. I love to kiss. I love to tell people I love them. I like to share how I feel. I love to be given affirmations as well, you know, reassurance that, that they love me as well. And I think one of the elements that define my masculinity is my ability to lead. I think my leadership qualities is is driven by empathy, but also driven by confidence and by strength, you know, and by and by people trusting me that I know what I'm doing and, you know, to trust me to the fact that they allow me to lead them. They allow me to manage them, you know, because I've been in management for about seven years now in my jobs everywhere I've gone to. I've been given the opportunity to move into a management position because naturally I feel like leader leadership. And those qualities and that aspect of myself is so natural that people read it. And, you know, it's definitely very much um, helpful in terms of the workforce to have that ability, you know, because that's how I'm able to find growth. But, yeah, third question is by my lovely sister, Nicole, who asked me, what has been my favorite episode to record so far? And this is such a difficult question to answer, especially now considering I have 50 episodes in my belt. But, if I were to choose, I could give myself i guess top three of the episodes that really just mean a lot to me, you know, um from the people that are in it to the conversations that we had to my feelings you know, when I think about that recording, because yeah, there's a lot of things that have to like play a part into this episode, you know whether you know like and one of my favorite episodes I've ever recorded is actually my episode nine. You know, Ego Death, Simulation Theory, and Ghost Stories with Alberto Martin and Rob Villanueva. Those are two of my also really, really good friends. We, uh, you know, we're older now, so we definitely don't talk and hang out as much. But that episode is something that I'm always going to hold dearly to me. It's such a fun episode. We talk about so much fun and stupid things. You know, I still listen to the episode every now and then, and it makes me laugh. And I love going back to the episode. And it's definitely one of my favorites I've ever recorded. Another one of my favorite episodes I've ever recorded is actually the episode with Alex, you know, uh, about working and traveling Europe. I think that was one of the coolest episodes because I love the concept of traveling. I want to travel more myself. And for Alex to have been able to share that experience as well as share pictures for us to sh- to post on the page really means a lot. It really gave me more motivation And more excitement on wanting to go out there in the world and travel. The last one was a lot more deeper. Was my episode on death positivity with Victoria Hernandez. That's the eighth episode of my second season. And that episode made me cry. It also made her cry. It was the first episode where me and a guest cried in the episode. You know, it's such a deep conversation. But such a beautiful conversation about something that is fixed in life. Which is death. And... To not be afraid of it, but to embrace it and to allow it to, you know, take place in life and to just rejoice and appreciate the moments that you have here. And to also acknowledge and understand that those moments leave and they fade away, just like everybody in this world. And that episode means so much to me as well because of what we talked about. So those are the three. Those are three of my favorite episodes I have recorded. So thank you for that question, Nicole. I appreciate you. Um, these questions are ranging from so much, you know, <laughs> the second, the fourth question I'm going to answer is from Gabe, who also won. Congratulations, Gabe. I appreciate you for asking me this question. Just a little more fun question. What is better in terms of comics, Marvel or DC? In terms of comics, I personally would have to say DC. DC. DC has some of my favorite comics. I actually have only really, re- I, I'm not really one to read comics. I like to more watch the interpretations of these comics on YouTube where people voice act, you know, and talk about the comic. That is, um, I, I guess I'm just not a reader. I'm not. I'm kind of an idiot. I don't like reading. Uh, that's why I probably will never really grade in school. But what my favorite comic of all time is Flashpoint the ep- um the story of the flash where he decides to go back in time and save his mom and it just fucks up the universe he goes back to the present time and batman is not bruce wayne but it's thomas wayne you know uh superman was caught in, in the beginning of his life where he was landed as a baby and he never was a was was raised in kansas and Never became Superman. You know, uh, all this crazy stuff. I just love how crazy it is. I love the movie as well. But yeah, I say DC has better comics. If you haven't yet, check out the comics Flashpoint. Because the new movie, The Flash, is actually going to be uh, based off of that comic. And also there's also an animated movie. Really great as well. If you like comics, give that a chance. Animated movies are great. You know, DC has some amazing animation. You know, in terms of shows and movies, so does Marvel. I say Spider-Man are some of the best also animated shows. You know, the spectacular Spider-Man, amazing Spider-Man. But in terms of just in general, I think I'm DC over Marvel. But, you know, I have also have a lot of hopes for James Gunn in live action. I'm looking forward to that. Maybe it's biased, but that's just how I feel. And then going on to the next question is by Marissa which would be who would be your dream guest to have on your podcast and to be honest if i were to think of one person who i would love to have it would be the artist Tyler the Creator who is one of my favorite artists of all time and he also has my favorite album of all time which is Igor and i would love to just get a a deeper dive on Igor you know, learn more about the process of how he created all the songs, how he created the album and just the entire theme. He said it was his most well thought out project to this date. And I feel there's not enough like elaboration out there on what he did. That was so well thought and his process of doing that. So I would love to pick his brain. And Talk to him. He's also just a really fun guy. Really funny guy. The fact that he doesn't drink or do drugs and he's just that high of a frequency in terms of personality is mind blowing. He's definitely built different and he's someone special. And I would think if I were to ever get him on the podcast, I know I made it in life. I know I made it in life because he's a busy motherfucker. He's in L.A. though. So it's going to like it's not hard. It's not impossible. It's gonna be hard, but not impossible to be able to like track him down and get him to sit down with me. But that's my goal. One of these days, I hope to do it. And then I have a few questions from Luis. Uh, he 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 just he asked me so many great questions, and I'm gonna answer as mo- as many as I can. Uh, one of his uh, questions that he asked me was, "Could you ever see yourself having a co-host?" And to be honest, I can. I could see myself having a co-host, but I am not confident or fully sure if the co-host would be part of Zenith or it would be a completely different podcast. You know, um, that's something I don't know, but I could definitely see myself collaborating with someone to come up with content, to come up with a show or a podcast and, you know, just kind of like bouncing off of each other, because having a host, having a guest in a podcast is amazing, because I'm able to bounce my energy there. So if I'm able to have a co-host, that must mean that me and this person have great chemistry, and we're able to bounce each other's energy off, which would just make the content easier and more smooth. But yeah. And then another question he asked is like, what topics are you eager to discuss? To be honest, I'm a huge nerd. I wish I was able to sit down and talk more about you know, my favorite movies movies, all these movies are coming out like, like Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, like the Flash movie that's about to come out, even Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, Volume 3. I wish I could just come out with episodes of like my reviews on them, where I could sit down with someone who's also a nerd and talk about them. But it's just a lot. (laughs) You know, it's too much work at the moment. I don't have time for that. Also I don't have resources for that. You know, I need to find like a dedicated co host maybe for that type of episode where I sit down and talk about nerd things. But yeah, I, I would love to talk about more about nerd stuff. I'm a I'm a huge Star Wars fan, Marvel fan, DC fan, avatar fan, you know. Uh and I just would love to talk about that. Also with music. I love talking about music. I love talking about albums. You know, I've already had a few episodes about music. One of them is about Tyler the Creator, another one was about Kendrick Lamar. And yeah. And, uh, in terms of other questions that he has asked, he asked me, what's a challenge I'm glad of overcoming. And that is, uh, to be honest, has to do with lupus. It has to do the fact that I was diagnosed with very difficult, um, you know, autoimmune disease that's constantly trying to kill me. That is giving me a lot of pain. I need to be on medication for life. And for me to be, you know, uh self-discipline to be on top of my medication to be on top of my doctor's visits to be on top of my health not just that but to not allow the sickness to define who i am you know because usually now the way that i tell people about my story with lupus i realize that it's very similar to my story about getting kicked out of college it's not a story of it's not a story of you know like Sadness or it's not a story of struggle, but it's a story of triumph That's the way I phrase it That's the way I see it. You know when I talk about me having lupus, it's the same thing as me talking about me getting kicked out of Chico State. Oh, yeah, I got kicked out, but I found my way back, and now I have my bachelor's. You know it took me a little longer than more most people, but I'm here. same thing with lupus, oh, yeah took me out of the game, took me out of work for half a year. I battled it really hard. I struggled with my mental health. I thought I was going to die a few times. You know, I kind of, at one point, I wish I would die. So I wouldn't be, I would not be in pain. But instead, I continue moving forward. I did what I had to do. And now I am here, happy and healthy. And I consider myself to be healthy. And I still consider myself to be fortunate, despite some of these things I'm given, because I know that some people have harder lives. I know that, Everybody struggles. And though not everybody might have lupus, they have struggles that are as big of an impact as lupus was to me. And, you know, that's just all about being empathetic. But, yeah, another question he asked was, what advice would you give to someone who has thoughts of starting a podcast? One is to really think about what is it that you want to do? What's the message that you want to convey? You know, don't just don't like make it a process think about really think about like what do you want to name the podcast what is what is the podcast going to mean to you what is it going to show from you you know and if you feel like you can create enough content of what you want to do then go for it you know because podcast is a long is a it's a long form conversation you know it's 45 minutes to an hour and a half for myself and that's a lot of talking to to do And if, you know, that's something that you struggle with, maybe more focus on short term, you know, short, short form conversations, maybe TikTok videos on a minute and a half, you know, whatever it is, just think it out. Don't just do it on a spot, because at the end of the day, you know, if you don't put a lot of effort to it, it's not going to come out as good as you wish. So, yeah, those are all the questions from Luis. Another question I'm going to be answering is from Anna, who is the first winner of the of this giveaway, which I appreciate you for asking these questions. So first question she asked was, will you let your child know if they were an accident? And to be honest, I think I would. But I would wait until they're old enough to see if they have developed a sense of humor where it would not be an insult, but it'll be hilarious. So I will tell them if they were if they were genuinely an accident, I would tell them they're an accident once they're old enough to understand that I don't mean it in a bad way, but more of a joke because I'm yeah, I, I'm a troll like that. I like to joke with people and I want to make sure my kids are funny. I want to make sure they don't take everything up the ass and, you know, I want them to be able to like laugh at things. So if they're able to laugh at me telling them their joke, then I think I did a good job. If I tell them they're, that they were an accident. And, you know, they, they take it the wrong way, <laughs> then, you know, I see, I consider that my fault. But, yeah, uh, next question I was asked was uh, what if I was the best accident my parents have had. And that is an interesting question because, to be honest, I am the only non-accident, I guess, of my three siblings and I. My parents deliberately planned me. They wanted a boy, and they wanted a boy near my dad's birthday, which is very narcissistic and egotistical, if you ask me. For my dad to walk up to a doctor saying, I want a son, and I want his birthday to be the same day as I am, what can I do? That's literally what the guy did, and I I can't believe it, but yeah, they literally planned me, so I'm not an accident. Sometimes I wish they, sometimes they probably wish... They didn't plan me because of the stress I give them. And I understand that. But again, I have their sense of humor. You know, Uh, one of my sisters was an accident for sure, but they tend to take it insulting when I mention that. So I'm not going to say who it was, but (laughs) yeah, Um, those are that's pretty much going to complete all the questions that I was asked. If you have any more questions, ask me, you know, I am still more than welcome to answer them in other podcasts. I am going to be planning on having more solo episodes. But at the moment I think I'm going to be just releasing the last few episodes that I have because I really want to start focusing on adding a camera to the podcast. You know, which means I need to start designing what kind of studio am I going to have, what background am I going to have, how am I going to angle the the podcast, you know, with the guest. And that's going to take some time. You know, my first season had about 26 episodes. My second season, I'm going to have about another 26 episodes. However, once I finish my episodes that I have, I still plan on releasing a few more episodes throughout the year just to kind of, you know, be stay semi relevant. But they're not going to be as consistent because I'm going to be focusing on my third season. My third season, I do want to bring in a camera. And that is something that I'm promising myself. So if I don't hold up to it, just give me shit, you know, talk a little shit to me and humble me because I think camera is going to be a game changer, you know, especially with the type of content I create. Uh, so, yeah, that's something that I plan on doing. So I just want to appreciate I want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening to this. I appreciate you. Uh, if you haven't yet, you can follow me on Instagram at Zenith underscore podcast on Twitter as well. You can find me on TikTok at find Zenith. And there um that's uh all the that's all the social media I have at the moment. I do want to continue to expand this slowly but surely. I'm learning to how to do this all by myself and you know it's gonna take some time. I'm kind of an idiot sometimes, especially with this tech stuff. So yeah, just give me some patience, you know. I appreciate that. But again, thank you for being here, thank you for listening, and till next time, you know where to find me at. The Zenith. Goodbye.